Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to yet another fabulous guest episode with me, Sarah J. Naylor. Today I have the most fabulous, positive Gwen Wilcox with me, who I am going to let her introduce herself because she can do it far more eloquently than I can. So welcome to the room, Gwen, who is actually, I should say, over in sunny Florida. So over to you, Gwen. Please do introduce yourself to my gorgeous audience. Well, hi, happy makers out there. I'm really, really happy to be here. I have a varied background and I will tell you what my background is and then I'll tell you what I'm doing today. So I have been for 30 plus years, been involved in traditional advertising and branding for some fabulous Fortune 500 companies and campaigns. I have segued that today to be an immersive brand strategy and business mentor and a certified positive psychology coach. So I bring all of that expertise to help people be awesome in their personal brands. Which is absolutely fabulous. And with your sort of energy that you push through, you can, you're really supportive and you hold people and you encourage and support people and you bring the best out of people. And, you know, I've heard so many amazing reports about the work that you've done, which has been fantastic. And I know there's something that you've been doing just recently called Catching Fireflies, isn't there? It's actually Collecting Fireflies. Collecting Fireflies. Yes. Oops. That's okay. We collect them. Not catching them, we're collecting them. We're collecting them. (laughs) I guess it could be catching fireflies. I don't know, collecting Mm, fireflies. Collecting sounds kinder, doesn't it? Collecting rather than catching. So it's really just a way of pulling all of the fabulous things that make up who we are, putting them together and uh, putting them in a jar so that we can emphasize those. I guess it's an alignment of our true essence, our true being, and our meaning with what we're doing, because I find a lot of people have trouble articulating what it is that they do, their doingness, because they're Mm -hmm. leaving out their beingness and they don't know how to really put the messaging together and position themselves properly, brand positioning. So it's about understanding who, being that authentic true self within your branding and looking at all those positive, obviously we want to to promote the positives, you're not going to... (laughs) Catch the negative ones. Go, look at me. I can be grumpy in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) No, No, and this is the way too. What's beautiful about it is it doesn't come from trends and it doesn't come from my opinion. It's all informed based on the answers that are given of these questions that I've put together that seem irrelevant and the patterns and... Uh, the synchronicity that comes to the surface is just really awe-inspiring. And people either, well, usually both things happen. They get goosebumps and they cry <laughs> because it's jolting and in a oh, good wow. way. Yeah, it's yes. just really. Yeah. And then that way they will never have to question what wow. part of themselves that they're bringing and their zone of genius. They won't have to explain it anymore. They'll be telling, not selling. Oh, that sounds really fabulous. And it's a really positive message, isn't it? And it's when people are sort of in alignment with their true selves and they're on point, they're on message and they know who they are and accepting who they are, but focusing on those positives, because the more we focus in on our positives and that radiates out, that is what you attract back. And, you know, 
it's about bringing that to the fourth. As you say, it's that zone of genius. It's about bringing you you and yourself and your brand to the world. I mean, I, I love doing what we're doing right now. I love discussing things and subjects and interviewing fabulous people like yourself, Gwen, that have got uh-huh. positive messages to send out to the world. And sending and generating that energy, it's like that pebble in the pond. If you drop it in and you radiate it out, it ripples out so far and it reaches people that you might not even know it's going to reach but until you've actually identified what it is that you are and tapped into those talents and those passions which I'm passionate about (laughs) which but you're doing it in a different way because you're dealing with branding if you haven't identified that it's very very difficult to promote that because you don't know what it is in fact I was having a conversation myself with somebody else earlier on in the week who you know hasn't really reached and understood what that mojo is you know where, where is it what is it and it's it, the beauty of it is uncovering it, isn't it, within people? It's it's asking, like you were saying, those questions that can promote that sort of, that trigger that goes, oh my gosh, and that release and those tears are usually the release of actually that acknowledgement of something that's been sort of, sort of squashed down because they've not recognised it. And when you let it out, you're allowing it air and breath and it's, it's that cry, like a baby's cry, isn't it? In fact, that just dropped into my head. That's a, it is, it's like that baby, it's that birth of that energy, isn't it? It's really being seen too. I think part of the process that I take them through is that they feel really seen and what they haven't recognized, it's not crying as because it hurts, it's crying because they've been seen it's very relevatory because it's really coming from a really core place that they mm-hmm. didn't see. They thought it was a separate thing or they didn't. Re- it's usually an unexpressed joy. That's usually what it is. It's mm-hmm. been a joy that has been put in reserve and forgotten. And it's usually a subverted joy usually will be the basis of the foundation of the work that they're called to do. That's really powerful stuff, isn't it? Really, really, mm-hmm. really powerful stuff. So it kind of leads me into my question, what makes you happy? And I'm, I'm guessing one part of what makes you happy is is helping other people release that. But, what, but generally, what makes you happy, Gwen? I've just been blessed. I don't know if we're born with this or not. I've always been a happy person. Um, and part of that is I have a, a very curious and creative mind which allows me to consider endless possibilities. And I call it the what if mindset. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll just um, kind of go inside and, you know, if there's a moment that's happening that that I don't like or whatever, it's it's sort of like, uh, what's that movie? Walter Mitty, you know, when you're just sort of in another state of mind (laughs) and you just start to create an alternate situation. Like if I don't like the way it's going, it's like, well, what if, what if this was going this way instead? It shifts it so it lets me actually smile on the inside because I don't really have to be connected with what's going on right now. I can give that experience to the other person. I don't have to have the experience they're having. It's shifting that perspective, isn't it? And that's something I'm really, and I've I'm really passionate about and I think I've mentioned to you about my eight mindset which is that acceptance of where you are and you're sort of saying that what if is that shift of perspective and then sort of funneling your energy accordingly so it's like how we how we can look at it and yeah I mean it's it's great and when you can do that and when you can shift that and when you have that power to be able to do that and actually to understand that we all have that power Mm-hmm. within us to do it so things that aren't apparently working out for us at that moment in time okay well like you've just said what if yep what if I look at this in a different way what if I experience this completely differently what if I 
change that? How how will that look? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean I remember yeah. just as an example myself years ago when I'd first left my ex-husband and I'd back up my parents and I was sitting on the sofa and I'd be let down on when somebody had arranged to go out with me and they'd suddenly obviously change the plans and I was like, oh great. <laughs> Another night in on the sofa. It's a night of freedom and I'm on the sofa. Okay, we can shift my perspective. What can I do instead? How can I use that time that's been given to me instead? I've always looked to maximise that time that's been presented. If somebody can't make a meeting or something gets rescheduled, go, great, well, actually, I can do this instead. It's that same sort of mindset, isn't it? It's that sort of what if or how, how can I do this differently? Shifting that along. Oh, I see that segue there. Oh, shifting that along. Shift, shift, <laughs> shift to the gift. Shift to the gift. Because I want to ask you as well, how have you used that mindset to overcome challenging situations? Because I know you've had in the last, um, certainly, see, year, 18 months now, it's a year, just over a year, isn't it? Um, a very challenging situation, which how you've kept a smile and how you've done what you've done. So please share your, how you've dealt with your, use your positive mindset to overcome challenging situations and do explain this particularly challenging situation. And floor's yours, Gwen. The floor is mine. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, there's lots of anniversaries coming up here shortly on uh, October 31st will be, uh, which is Halloween, a year Mm -hmm. ago during a full moon, I got a 16 foot truck and hauled my another trailer with a car and I had never driven a truck before by the way um oh my gosh <laughs> a, d- a dear friend did did tell me you you do know that you can't really turn right from the right turn lane or else you will take out every stop sign that you, <laughs> along the oh way. my gosh <laughs> um, but, le- but let me back up as to why I was hauling anything September a year ago September 8th uh, I was living in Ashland Oregon and mm-hmm. uh, this will all make sense. An adjacent uh, city was Phoenix and Talent. They're little, small little cities. And there was a fire that broke out at 11, uh, about 11, 12 in the morning. And it was about five houses away from where I currently was at that moment. And I got a, an alert on my text, which I had just signed up for the day before because I had been in this new place for just 10 days and it said oh, if, wow. you're in, if you're between this street and this street evacuate now and I it was so new to where I was living I oh. had to I had to google like well where what street am I now? like I'm in between oh my both of these streets oh my god well luckily the place that I had moved into didn't burn down but uh, the two cities burnt the wind shifted and it went north and burned through two cities, 2,500 oh, homes wow. and 600 businesses. And one of those was actually the storage unit where all of my belongings from the house I had moved out of, which was a 2,800 square foot house. So everything I owned, except oh, for where I was God. staying, which was a furnished place because it was supposed to be temporary, just burned to the ground. And oh. the whole thing was surreal. But when I found out 10 o'clock that night, it had burned to the ground. It was just this horrible, overwhelming, sort of bereft feeling, mostly because my son and I had just been in the storage unit the weekend before, sort of reorganizing things. So we had had an opportunity to touch everything and sort of these memories. And we were having these conversations. 
And there was something I put my hands on. I was going to take this china that my father had carried back from Bavaria during World War II, and it had been in our family. And I said, no, I'll, I'll get it next week, because I was, we were actually going to be moving oh. the following week. And I said, oh, no, Oh, my I'll gosh, you said to me, oh, tingly, Gwen. Oh, my gosh, I've gone t- pins and needles top to toe. <laughs> and um, here's the kicker. This is when you've asked for something and you don't realize you've asked it. So all of you Mm. out there who feel that you don't have any manifesting power, um, I'm going to challenge you on that. So the evening before this happened at 745, I was actually having a session with my life coach. And I said to her, I quote, the night before, I am so tired of moving my I just wish I could get rid of it all and start over. (laughs) <laughs> now, mind you, <laughs> you have to be careful what you wish for, folks. <laughs> the storage unit was in a place called Phoenix. So how apropos is this? Oh, my God. That everything is burned to the ground and just like yeah. a phoenix rising, right? So I call myself the fearless phoenix now. And I went to, uh, I couldn't even access the place for two weeks because everything was still oh smoldering. But I went over there and I actually took a video of myself at that moment to say, what was the lesson in this? Because I always look for that. Yes, I don't look for the silver lining as much as the lesson in the lining. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You have to, don't you? You have to look for the positives regardless of what it is, because otherwise you could just be crushed. And what I realized is that loss can be liberating. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying that and feeling it to my core. And as sad as it was, I could focus on the sad and I could focus on the loss. But it's not about the loss. It's about what comes next. Mm-hmm. So I let it go. And I got the hell out of Dodge. Because I realized, Sarah, here was the lesson too, is that I had been living mm-hmm. too small. Yes. I had been constricting myself in an environment in a in a city in a town that I was continually apologizing for my bigness for my Mm -hmm. boldness for my lack of questioning myself because it made everyone else around me uncomfortable like wow how can you be so sure why are you so positive I would have people ask me so why do why do why are you always smiling as though it was annoying and you don't want that. You want to be around like-minded people. You want to be around people that get you. And if people constantly question you, wrong foot you, and try to trip you, and I know that myself from personal experiences, you know, it's we're all unique. We're all our own person. You know, it's about supporting and encouraging and celebrating each other and our differences and our uniqueness, not pulling people down and pointing out and prodding and going, oh, does that hurt? Oh, is it not hurting enough? Oh, I'm going to hurt you some more now. Why? We're all different, but people unfortunately do that when they feel challenged themselves by stuff or they don't understand you, they don't get you, they, they're transferring their stuff to you. But as you said, it's given you that opportunity to move on and move out and actually go and embrace an environment which is more encouraging and supportive and, and gets you. Because <laughs> Gwen, the world needs to get you because you're awesome. <laughs> oh, and likewise, Sarah, that's why we're doing this. 
If you're enjoying the Harnessing Happiness podcast, there are plenty of free resources available for download at sarahjnaylor.com, where you can also find out more about her ape mindset. It's all about acceptance, perspective, and energy. Just visit sarahjnaylor.com. You've moved to Florida, which is where you are now. Is, is that correct? I actually haven't decided to stay here. What I did, you know, I'm just allowing for transition, right? Where does it yes. fit right? Um, no, my mother's out here, and it had been a while since and she had lost her husband. And I thought, you know what? I think that this is a good time. And mm-hmm. we, we've had to do some healing. I realized there's some unfinished business there. I will take this opportunity. It was an opportunity, right? Brilliant. To uh, revisit that because there's some unfinished business. And I've decided to shift my business from offline to online and um, just take my collective experience and coach because all my clients kept saying to me over the last 10 years, Gwen, why aren't you coaching? Why aren't you coaching? You're like a business coach. You're like a life coach. You, you don't just do our branding. It's like, I feel like you understand us and you're always protecting us. And you're so I listened. I listened. Yes. And I just have this uh, philosophy, too, that, you know, when we feel lost, I call it the cosmic chiropractic, right? We're, think of us all as satellites, right? We kind of have this orbit, this trajectory we're going on. Once in a while, our solar panels get turned away from the sun and we're just out like we're just floating around and it sometimes it takes a meteor or an asteroid to kind of <laughs> knock us back into alignment and knock us back and so I think those I kind of view those adversities of life as a way of kind of correcting us we can get easily talked into in our careers and our relationships even geographically how the hell did I end up here like wait exactly I I was I was going that way (laughs) and how did I get here like where were all those incidents of where either I got you know seduced by an opportunity or talked into something or questioned myself and then we get so far from where where our path was that Mm -hmm. um, you know it takes something big to knock us back and notice I said, knock us back, not knock us down. Absolutely. But it's, it's recognizing that, isn't it? And it's it's raising your level of awareness to understand that and to get that. And, you know, all of those things that we learn when we go off have value. But it's recognizing that actually yeah, I've, I've got that information. I've got that learning. I need to get back on into that path. And somebody once said to me, the river's flowing and you can come out of the river, but any time you can jump back into that river, it's that flow, that flow of the life that you are meant to be on, you know, and there are things that take you off because you need to do some learning in a certain area to come back in to take that with you on your journey because you will need whatever it is that you've learned. But it's recognising when you've done as much as you need to do in that area to jump back on and get in and follow that that path, that journey, that river, that flow. It is really, really exciting. And, but going with the flow and trusting your instincts and trusting your intuition and being able to let stuff go and not being bogged down or dragged down by that sort of emotional stuff that you can attach to inanimate objects and things like that is, is so powerful. And I mean, that's another subject for another day altogether. I want to stay on that water <laughs> theme for a moment because that's a great analogy and I have a different one. And it's for a different set of reasons. I'm going to ask you, Sarah, have you ever been stuck in an undertow in the ocean? In an un- undertow, like you're, you're, you're basically, it's a current and it basically kind of pulls you away from the shore. 
it's sort of like an undercurrent. I'll tell you what I did get caught up with. This is very, very long time ago when I was, um, gosh, I must have been about 14 or 15. I don't know whether you've heard of a band. that They were big. I don't know how big they were in the States. The Jam. Yeah. Paul Weller and the Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to see them play at the Leicester de Montfort Hall when I was probably about 15 or 16 and I got dragged down into the audience and I had to get dragged up and across the stage and ended up backstage. Oh, and Bruce, Bruce Foxton kissed me on that cheek Ooh. just there. I wanted, I wanted Paul Weller's kiss, but that's another matter altogether. But. Just, have to, just have to go back. <laughs> I missed the concert. I saw the, I saw the band before, the Vapors, and I saw... Uh, I saw them play to a degree, but that, that I was very much sucked down. So I imagine that's a kind of a, a similar thing to what you're referring to well, in terms of the water. Yeah. Well, if anybody's ever been in an undertow, those of the listeners who have, and you're you're like sometimes you're only six feet or eight feet from the shore, right? It's a current that's pulling you out, so it's going against the shore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those of us who thrash about, and, it, and it's so frightening that you, you just swim harder and harder and you're not getting anywhere, right? And, it, and, you, and this is where sometimes people can drown, you know, because they panic. So if you think of adversity like an undertow, the more we thrash about and work against what's happening, the more the deeper down, the more oppressive it can be. When you let go, we're buoyant beings. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're in the in a water, we forget that we float. We forget that we are made of mostly water and we will float. And you will allow yourself, you will come back to shore. The more we fight and more we force when we come to shore and how we come to shore we actually can drag ourselves more down. Thank you for sharing that because it, it, but that's true of the sort of the energies of life full stop. If you keep on trying to push and push and push against something that's resisting you, stop pushing. It's not, you're not in flow. Move to one side, let that go. You know, it's like sort of trying to knock on the door and find it. Nobody's answering. Well, stop knocking. Go to the house next door. They might open up and say, oh, hello, come in. Would you like some cake or oh, whatever? <laughs> So what tip would you give to the listeners to, to sort of harness happiness in their life? How, what would you suggest? What would you be your tip for them? Well, I guess the first thing would be most people are really afraid of bad things happening. So I think the first thing, you're not going to get through life without something going sideways. You know, just, just is, unless you just lock yourself in, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I would just say the first thing is learn to embrace resilience you know, build that mm-hmm. up. And it's think of it sort of like as padding or as uh, a down jacket. You're just padding yourself for future. Um, mm-hmm. Future eventualities, yeah, which, just, which you might not know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's and it's OK. It's not going to it's not going to destroy you. I would say just, you know, it's kind of funny when you think of like if you go to Disneyland or whatever, that's the first thing they say when you're. Oh, I don't need to get that, by the way. It's in the background. <laughs> um, if you. Are on a ride, they'll say, you know, keep your arms and hands inside, buckle up and have fun. And I would say that's just life, you know, keep your hands and arms inside. Just don't let. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I absolutely Uh love it. Uh, Oh, that's brilliant. Can I tell you one thing? There's two things that I do sometimes if I feel it's it's looking at vastness. Now, this is I like an unobstructed horizon. I can be up above 
or by the ocean, or if that's not available to me, I look up at the clouds or up at the stars. And I try to look as deep as I can further outside because there are no limitations. There, there is no cap on anything, right? Yes. So there's all exactly. possibilities. And then mm-hmm. I have what I call the rule of 10. Whatever's happening, I'll say to myself, in this moment, is it life-threatening or causing me or others irreparable harm? So it's like the 10-second check-in, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Because we, we will tend to panic, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And then I say, okay, if that's a no, you know, do I need to take action? If there, there's no immediate harm or threat to myself or others, that's life-threatening. Okay, that's in the 10-second. Then the next question I say, do I need to take action in the next 10 minutes? If that's a no, oh, okay. mm-hmm. do I need to take action in the next 10 hours, the ten, next 10 days, or 10 months? And it puts it in perspective because we tend to panic that things are immediate and upon us. And then it squashes our happiness. Putting it in perspective gives room for the exhale and the happiness. Absolutely. Yeah, and it is everything in perspective. And I, I really like that sort of the 10 sec, that 10 second, 10 minute, 10 day, 10, 10 weeks. 10 hours, 10 days, 10, 10 months. Yes, it could I be 10 one. weeks. <laughs> it's just, 10 to the 10 to the 10, 10, 10. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I like your cadence. <laughs> oh thank you so much Gwen you've been an awesome guest as I knew you would be um sorry for the sorry for the listeners there going into a little bit of um non-operatic opera I'm not a singer by any manner of means nobody has anything to worry about from me on the singing front Uh, it's been absolute pleasure so how would anybody get in touch with you if they needed to get in touch with you oh they can follow me on Instagram at Gwen Wilcox and my name is spelled with lots of N's and E's G-W-E-N-N-E Wilcox W-I-L-C-O-X so that's my handle on Instagram at Facebook same name or you can look at my website, www.gwenwilcox.com. That is fabulous. Thank you so much. Wow, I am going to definitely have to get on a plane and come and visit you one of these days oh very God, soon. Oh my God, that would be so awesome. <laughs> I would meet you anywhere, Sarah. Let's look at it for 2022. Okay. So thank you again. And um, thank you for listening. This has been Sarah J. Naylor at Harnessing Happiness. I hope you've enjoyed this fabulous episode with a wonderful, fabulously positive Gwen Wilcox. And here's to next time. And please do, if you've enjoyed this, rate review and follow or subscribe um it's always good to hear feedback and we are trying our best to spread happiness globally so take care everyone and have a great week month day year whatever it is whenever it is you're listening to it take care everybody Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.